Well, hey, everybody. Good to see you in the pews today. And those of you joining us online know this is the first Sunday that we've reopened a little to people in the pews. And it's exciting to have so many more people in this space. But it is a little strange, right, to sit quietly and not sing and wear face masks. But that is our reality. And I think that that reality is really important for us to hold right here. We like to kind of ignore it, um, but we're going to hold that together because what we learn in today's gospel is something really, really important. But to understand today's gospel lesson, understand what Jesus is talking about, we have to go back to the story of Jacob, the one that we, read, that we heard read first in today's worship service. So we're going to remind ourselves about Jacob. Jacob was a twin. Jacob had a twin brother, Esau, who was born just a moment before him. Jacob's actual name means trickster. He tried to supplant his brother. He tried to get what his brother had his entire life. And that kind of trickster nature made it such that Jacob had to escape At one point, Jacob does just too much, goes a little too far. Esau gets really mad, and so Jacob runs away. And Jacob runs away from his family, and he finds himself kind of out in the wilderness one night, and he falls asleep, and he has a dream. And God comes to him in this dream, and Jacob sees a ladder that's going from heaven to earth. Between earth and heaven, there are angels going up and down this ladder, And God stands next to Jacob, and God says, Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And this was an incredible moment, a story that was passed down for hundreds and hundreds of years and would have been a story that informed what Jesus said in today's gospel lesson. So let's jump ahead to the gospel lesson where Nathanael comes walking toward Jesus, and Jesus says, hey, Nathanael, I know you. And Nathanael kind of stops and says, how do you know me? And he said, well, I saw you under the fig tree. And Nathanael says, you are the son of God. And Jesus says, yeah, you might think that, but you're going to see even more amazing things. Because one day you will see the heavens opened up and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Can you imagine the disciples and Nathaniel in that moment, hearing Jesus say that? They probably stopped and thought, thanks, Jesus. Like, what in the world does that mean, right? What a weird thing to say that they will see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. But you see, Jesus is hearkening back to Jacob's story. Jesus is bringing up this story that would have been pretty well known and reminding people that at one point, the Jewish people believed that God was in a particular place and time. See, if we go back to Jacob's story, Jacob actually named that place Bethel, literally the house of God. Jacob named that place because he believed God was there, God was present. And people used to go there Israelites, Jewish people would go there and they would worship because they felt that God was more present there than in other places. And that idea persisted all the way through the temple period, where people believed that God was physically present there in the temple, and they would go to the temple in order to be in God's real presence. And so in today's gospel lesson, what Jesus is really doing is Jesus is taking that idea, that story, and he's saying what used to be a place is now a person. 
And what used to be a place is now a person, and that following this person, following Jesus, means that God is no longer in a certain place, but God is in us. God is with us. We don't have to go somewhere to find God. God is with us in our faithfulness and in our discipleship. That's powerful. And I think for followers of Jesus, that probably feels really good. But if we can have a moment of real talk real fast, that sounds great and theologically sound and might for this moment make us feel a little warm. But I don't know about you, but I'm getting tired of this pandemic. I'm exhausted by all this junk that we have to do by not being able to shake a hand, by not being able to hug a friend, by wondering if the virus counts are going to go up, or if my kids will be safe at school, not being able to travel when I want to or go eat where I want to. And it's just, I'm getting annoyed. And this kind of weight on us will just wear us down. Oh, and I didn't mention all the racial upheaval that we're in. Oh, and did you hear that there's an election coming, right? <sighs> There's a lot that is pushing down on us, a lot that is weighing on us, and we can try to overcome, and we can put on a happy face, and we can stay optimistic, and we can try to be happy, but then we see the news, or we hear the radio, or we see something in print, and all of a sudden it all comes washing back. And if the power of today's gospel message does not resonate with you, if for some reason you think that maybe Jesus isn't needed right now, that God's presence isn't needed right now, I'm afraid you're not paying attention because the world, the world is messy. The world is chaotic. The world is heavy. And not a one of us came in here today or is watching at home and does not feel that weight. When we feel that weight, it might be easy to get discouraged. But you see, what Jesus promises us is that God is with us. And what that means for us is that God helps to carry us when we go through these difficult times. And God puts each one of us in each other's lives. Today is the feast of St. Michael and All Angels. Today is our feast day, and what a great day to welcome people back into this church after six months. But although it's a lovely day to wave some ribbons and carry some banners and even hear some good music, what we really celebrate today is that we are not alone. What we really celebrate today is that we are part of a community. We are part of this church community. We do not sit at home, come and sit in a pew, or pray alone. And it's not just God who's with us. We help carry one another. The strength of this community is the strength that helps us sustain ourselves when times get tough. Help carry the weight that we all bear whenever it seems too heavy. This community is what we celebrate when the world seems so strange. I want you to know that throughout this pandemic, 
people have reached out to me and to the other clergy with stories of hopefulness, with stories that find hope even in the dark places. There are numerous notes, emails that I have received, and I pulled them out of my drawer in preparation for today's sermon. I thought about just reading little bits of these notes, but then I realized I'm not going to go and call everybody and get their permission. So instead, I'm just going to tell you kind of in general some of the things I've been hearing. I received one note from someone who said they were raised Southern Baptist, and they'd always struggled with their faith until they came to St. Michael, and they realized that all the things that didn't make sense began to make sense, that God actually might be the kind of God that they felt and experienced. I had one person who reached out and said that they were perusing <clears throat> online services at other big Episcopal churches that I will not name, and they said that they came and they realized just how difficult it must be to put on a decent online worship experience because they hadn't realized how good ours was. Thank you very much. Yes. And I got a note from someone who said many people in their family had contracted COVID-19 and they were so worried and they asked for prayers from their St. Michael family, from their neighbors, from their friends. And they realized when they began to pray that they were not alone. And they realized as they worshiped that they really didn't have anything to fear. These are powerful witnesses from real people who are really in this church. This kind of hopefulness, this kind of hopefulness that God is not only with us, but will sustain us, sounds like a nice thing to put on a greeting card, but it is so much better than that. We, we inherit the promise that God made thousands of years ago to not only be good, to not only love, but to be present, to be with us. This is the kind of hopefulness that we celebrate today. This is the kind of hopefulness our world needs from us because unfortunately it's not going to get a lot better anytime soon. And we, we have a role to play. Jesus reminds us today that God is here and God is present and the world needs us to stay united in that hopefulness, to stay united in our mission, to humbly worship God who created us and who hopes for us, to stay united in our mission, to care for the poor, to care for the meek, to care for the sick, to care for the oppressed, we are called to stay united in this faith community, even when we may not agree, because it is the unity that we share that provides the hope for the world. Today, God reminds us, all of us, that we are bigger than what we see, that we are connected in ways that we can only imagine and when God walks with us, anything is possible. Amen.